Hello, and welcome to the Active Measures podcast, Stating the Obvious. My name is James Tolley, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm an American citizen. I live on Maui. I'm 52 years old. I've identified as a liberal or a progressive for pretty much my entire life, but at this point, I just believe that I am a citizen and I want everyone to be as happy as possible. I don't feel uh, dogmatic. I feel very, very open to be swayed by any evidence that's really meaningful. And you'll learn more about me uh, and how devoted I am to actually uh, living that um, if you continue listening to the podcast. So the American social situation, political situation, on the national level is not normal. It hasn't been normal for quite a few years, but especially since uh, Donald Trump has been elected, there's a lot of mass shootings. There is uh, There are accusations of bias. Things are getting pretty radicalized and polarized. There are, um, you know, a lot of arguments happening between people who don't see eye to eye. There doesn't seem to be any compromise. People are talking about um, people who own guns, using violence, if there are laws that are passed through the democratic process to limit their rights in terms of gun ownership, um, there, there is a lot of divisiveness. There's a lot of power struggle, and it doesn't seem to be de-escalating. It seems to be escalating. And most people think that this is just happening normally. Maybe it's happening because of uh, gerrymandered districts or, um, you know, party primaries that favor more polarizing candidates or filter bubbles on social media or, you know, who knows what, disinformation. But what we want to explore here is the possibility that this process, this abnormal situation where we have the Washington Post reporting that the president has lied, I don't know, 19,000 times maybe? I'm just estimating. I haven't looked in a little while maybe 19,000 times since he took office, and then we have maybe 40% of the population dismissing those 19,000 allegations without even looking at them, without even considering them. That's not a normal situation for a community to be in, and so when we observe what's happening, we can think, okay, let's contemplate the possibility that this is actually happening on purpose, that this is a process we're in, and someone is doing something that's intentionally bringing this about. And when we consider that and look around for some evidence that might support that idea, we can actually find an abundance of evidence. And we can, first of all, we can find that there is actually a process to do that. And that process is called active measures or ideological subversion. So there's already a blueprint that we know about that describes how to accomplish something like this. And that blueprint was given to us by a high-level KGB defector whose name was Yuri Bezmenov, and he defected in 1970. And he was debriefed in Greece by the CIA for six months, which lets me know that the CIA knows everything that he knows about active measures, which is quite a bit. So this is a process that the USSR and the USA have known about for decades and have used and developed and refined, one would imagine, um, in many countries around the world over the past 50 years since Yuri Bezmenov was uh, a defector. So Yuri Bezmenov was discovered by Russia to be broadcasting in Canada 
in the 80s, and at that point he just thought, okay, I'm going to just be speaking and writing about active measures and letting people know what I fear and believe is true, that the United States is the target of an active measures campaign and is in a state of out-and-out war with the Soviet Union. And I want to tell people about it, and I want them to be able to protect themselves. So what he left to us primarily were three documents. He left some other documents as well, but um, these three, I think, are the most informative if you want to really understand the process and the blueprint of active measures. So there are two videos, each of which is maybe an hour and 20 minutes long. One is an interview, one is a lecture, and there is a pamphlet. It's called Love Letter to America, and the, the really the relevant parts in terms of the blueprint start on page 19, and I think it goes to page 42 or something like that. Uh, so it's maybe a little over 20 pages, and it's only a pamphlet, so it's actually pretty easy to read. Those are the source documents for how to carry out an active measures campaign. And that's available on my site, which is peaceful.ly. And um, you can see those videos, and you can see that PDF file linked from there. And there's actually one other document that lets me believe that we are definitely in the midst of an, of an intentional active measures campaign. And that is a manifesto that was created um, in an organization by, um, called the Free Congress Foundation. And the founder of that organization, his name is Paul Weirich, I believe it's pronounced. And he is called the father of modern conservatism, actually. And he co-founded the Heritage Foundation, and he founded the Council for National Policy. The Council for National Policy includes members such as Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, um, Jerome Corsi and Tom Fitton, among others. So these are people who some people believe are um, disinformation agents. In fact, uh, Steve Bannon is quoted as having, sa having said a bunch of shocking things, um, one of which is, darkness is good, Dick Cheney, Darth Vader, Satan, that's power. It only helps us when they get it wrong, when they're blind to who we are and what we're doing. So he's basically admitting, I'm part of a conspiracy. I'm manipulating people's enemy images, basically using psychological manipulation to pit people against other people, to have certain people project their enemy images onto other people and feel that, that those other people are evil. And when I succeed at doing that, I win. And what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and what I want and who the group is that I'm doing this with are all not what you think that they are. So that's basically him saying I'm part of a conspiracy and I am manipulating people into getting into fights with each other. And that's how I win. So another quote from him that's really um, telling for me is he said, on the day that Donald Trump took office, he said, the Democrats don't matter. The real opposition is the media and the way to deal with them is to flood the zone with excrement. And that is basically him saying, I am a disinformation agent, and I'm using what is called the fire hose of falsehood technique or the uh, censorship through noise technique. Those are different names for the same technique. To win. And what I'm going to win is, again, it's a bit unknown, but we can kind of figure it out because of um, what is in that manifesto that I that I referred to a few minutes ago. The manifesto is really important because it describes how Paul Weirich's um, organization is going to accomplish their goals. And their tactics line up like 
conspicuously well, remarkably, shockingly well, with the uh, tactics of active measures. Among the similarities are to tear society down before building it up, to, um, mini- um, to use people's innate desire for group belonging in order to get their, get their work accomplished, which is basically admitting to using psychological manipulation, and also to appear to be passive while actually being very aggressive. And that's basically using front groups, which, um, which is another active measures technique, as you can imagine. So for those, that and other reasons, I see these documents lining up very, very closely. And then when I hear Steve Bannon saying those kinds of things, when I hear Kellyanne Conway um, not um, you know, creating a shared reality with... Um, Boy, I'm going to forget his name, Chuck Todd, around the size of Donald Trump's inauguration crowd, instead coining the term alternative facts. I hear just sirens going off about active measures, like a giant billboard with neon flashing lights. This is active measures. This is active measures. So we're going to be exploring all of that and other reasons and tactics and goals and what we can see basically in the blueprint and what we can see in American society and how well they line up we can see that we're maybe 95% down the football field and we have maybe 5% of the football field to go. Because of that, and we can see them lining up, we kind of know what's in store. The whole thing is, is theater, really. And so we can see what's going to happen in Act 3. You, know, you watch a movie, you watch a romance, they meet, they fall in love, kind of, but they're not honest with each other. Their dishonesty causes trouble. Finally, there's a moment of choice where they, um, the couple get to choose to be authentic and vulnerable, you know, risking losing the relationship, but instead the relationship succeeds in the end. We can kind of guess that in the, in the end of a romantic comedy, the couple is going to be together in the end. And in the same way, we can guess what's going to happen in that movie. We can guess what's happening in the, in the show that's being put on for our benefit that's happening in American society today. So with all of that, I hope that piques your interest. I'm going to leave this as just a short introduction um, as kind of a placeholder to um, let you know what we're going to be talking about, why it's important, why it might matter to you. And um, hopefully you can uh, come and visit us again and listen to future episodes. I just wanted to let you know clearly that there are a bunch of topics that we're going to be getting into, and believe it or not, they're all really related to um, active measures and how to overcome active measures and how to recognize them and things like that. So we're obviously going to be talking about active measures and the techniques and goals and um, phases of active measures. We're going to be talking about our media model and how the media model itself is actually um, pretty much broken if you want it to create a shared reality for everyone um, that everyone can feel good about believing. We're going to be talking about truth. We're going to be talking about uh, narcissism and narcissistic communication patterns like um, blame shifting and gaslighting, which are active measures techniques. As a matter of fact, when I look at active measures techniques and I look at the techniques of narcissists, they line up pretty closely and So I think it's very fair to 
make a characterization that active measures is basically taking the techniques that narcissists use in their private lives, which helps them win and trick the people in their lives, exploit them, rise in social hierarchies and hierarchies of power, um, and use those techniques on mass communications uh, and to use those same techniques to manipulate the masses. So that's really fascinating. I hope you'll come back and listen to some of that. And we're going to be talking about spirituality, believe it or not, and religion and kind of peace, love, and understanding as the uh, recommended remedy and antidote to active measures. So where active measures pits groups against each other, paints uh, a whole group with kind of a caricature of a, of a perpetrator, um, we can actually not fall for that kind of manipulation if we can find our center and kind of wake up and not get kind of drawn into a hypnosis, basically, where we don't even see people anymore. We just see a red hat or we just see a mask or whatever we're told is a characteristic of a certain kind of person. Then if we believe that and take that into ourselves as kind of our own group uh, identity, that's a way to just kind of be led along like a sheep. The antidote to that is really to wake up and to uh, love everyone, forgive everyone, and when someone tells you that some other group is evil, instead of thinking that that other group is evil, really empathizing with the speaker and wondering what's the matter with the speaker and why they want to scapegoat 100 million other Americans and create divisions between people. So that would be my, my hope that you would want to grow in that way if that appeals to you and if you feel like you might need to grow in that way. So that spirituality is actually really fundamental and what um, Yuri Bezmenov said was that really there's no other way. So I, we'll, be re, we'll be returning to that topic as well. So thank you so much for being here. And again, I'm James Tolley. I give a talk on Zoom every Saturday at 3 o'clock Hawaii time on this topic. You can ask me questions. I give a little bit of a lecture and do Q&A. And you can find blog um, content on my blog at peaceful dot l y so peacefully peaceful dot l y thank you again so much for uh, joining me and i hope to connect with you in the future